Welcome to You Can Read the Bible's brief introductory lesson on understanding the Bible, part of our introductory series on how to read the Bible. My name's Matt Carter. So what is the Bible? Well, the Bible is God's revelation to us, and the Bible was written by people like us. From that simple sentence, we can figure out a whole lot about how we should be reading the Bible. The first thing that this implies is that because the Bible was written by a bunch of different people using different languages, different genres, there's an inherent diversity to the Bible. It's not all the same. It's not written the same way. It's not written by the same human authors. So different people in different times and different settings write differently. Now, this might seem obvious, but we tend to forget about the Bible's inherent diversity whenever we focus more on defending the Bible and, and its truth content to the secular world than when we absorb its stories for ourselves. So we need to remind ourselves of its inherent diversity. The second thing that this simple statement that I began with implies is that our ability to understand the Bible requires us to have some basic level of fluency with the language and literary conventions in the Bible. All right, so, so thankfully I have an English translation of the Bible because I can't read anything in Hebrew. Uh, for the same reason, I'm grateful that I know how to read poetry. Okay, so when I encounter a metaphor in the Psalms, like the one in Psalm 33 about ga God gathering the sea into jars, I, I get that this means something about God's control and care of creation. And I don't think there's some giant warehouse full of sea-filled jars floating around out there. Okay, so we have to have some sort of basic literacy to, to get what the Bible is saying. But the subject matter of the entire Bible, from start to finish, Genesis through Revelation, is God. And it's his revelation of himself throughout the entire Bible that makes up the primary subject matter of the Bible. The Bible is God's revelation of himself and his cosmic redemption plan. And so what that means is that the Holy Spirit, the primary author of the Bible, worked through all of those people who wrote the Bible. This is what gives the Bible its inherent unity. It's diverse and unified. The Holy Spirit is the primary author. So while the subject matter of the entire Bible is of God and of redemption, the ways in which this is communicated to us vary by things like who wrote it, how they wrote it. So one implication of this is that the, the revelation in the Bible is historical. We can go further than this and even say that the center or culmination of this history is the death and resurrection of Jesus. So scripture is revelation of God's redemption. This revelation is historical, and the centerpiece is Jesus' death and resurrection. That means that the Bible progresses towards Christ. The revelation of redemption in the Bible progresses to him. This progression is not, you know, some kind of uniform, smooth curve. Instead, this happens through various genres, writers, and settings in the Old Testament, and we will see these referenced throughout the New Testament. As a result, we as Christians read the Old Testament as well as the New Testament, but we read the Old Testament using the light of the New Testament the same way that Jesus and the New Testament authors themselves did. And we do this because we believe with those uh, early apostles and Jesus that there's an intentional continuity and meaning throughout the entire Bible and that that centers on Jesus. We believe that the whole Bible is about God's cosmic redemption plan and that this plan is revealed to us progressively and diversely. An implication of this is that when we encounter something in the Old Testament that could be read or interpreted as irrelevant or, or maybe even contradictory to redemption in Christ, 
we need to remember that, that that understanding of what the text is saying is illegitimate. Instead of reading that particular passage illegitimately, we should look for an interpretation that's in concert with the Bible's continuous focus on redemption that culminates in Jesus Christ. Trying to read the Old Testament without the light and vantage we have from the New is really very likely to result in misinterpreting those passages. That being mentioned, we got to remember that the Bible's revelation of God's redemption plan is both progressive and diverse. So the Old Testament's salvation by faith in God's promises is continued and ultimately fulfilled in the New Testament by faith in Jesus. Jesus is the fulfillment of God's promises, and, and Hebrews chapter 11 really makes this abundantly clear. And, and as that chapter shows us, we should not ignore or even flatten out those differences between the Old and the New Testaments, even as we recognize their essential and intentional unity. Thank you.